Hey guys, this is the Damage Control Podcast, and I'm Anthony Angelillo. And I'm Melinda Grimaldi. Are you ready for our next episode? Let's get down to business. Let me introduce myself, Anthony Angelillo, branch manager with the tag team over here in uh, Miami Shore, CEO, founder of Tag Team Nation behind me, and uh, co-host of Damage Control, uh, top originator of the year for 2020. We're shooting for 2021. Uh, and we are kicking some serious ass this uh, this month. So we're scaling up and we're growing and and we're gonna um, we're dominating our sector as uh, hey, said, man. Love it, love it, love it. Hi guys, Melinda Grimaldi, real estate and title attorney, and so excited for this last episode of Damage Control. Not only because it's the last one, <laughs> I'm freaking tired, but more importantly because I have my good friend Bethany who's joining us today. Um, so I'm gonna let her introduce herself, and then of course we have Sean and Bethany. You introduce Sean because I will. Know well, you know him well, and he could obviously introduce himself to, as well. But uh, I think that'll be a great, great layup for for him if you do that. So right. please tell everybody who you are, what you do, what's cooking. Okay, so Bethany Martinez, a real estate here in South Florida with Related ISG. I lead a team called the BMAR team, and I'm also 2021 Miami YPM president. So this is my presidential year. I'm pumped, Um, and and I love what I do, you know, and I love sharing the stage today with all these amazing people. You guys, honestly, congratulations on your first week of March, March Marketing Madness. I think it was a great idea, and I'm so proud of you guys for launching this. So many agents need things like this, need tools like this. So I think it was a perfect synergy. So now I'm going to introduce Sean and Sean is the owner founder of Sweet UX, which is a website development platform. Um, How we met was let's just say we'd been following each other for some time. We were always in the DM, just kind of chatting, trying to put a meeting together. And I remember maybe posting something one day about needing a website. And Sean was like constantly just following up with me like, hey, let's meet, let's meet. I can help you. I can help you. We finally met one day in person and I was like, dumbfounded how I hadn't met with him sooner. I had an issue and he had a solution and he helped me with it immediately. And the issue was like, I didn't have a website. I was paying a lot of money to put together a website and you know, you're just lost in the sauce when that, when those things come up, but thank you so much for, for Sean who came to me, he gave me what I needed and he helped me. And not only that, he's helped so many agents along the way, get their brand out there and build their website. So that is a little bit about Sean, but I'm sure he can tell you a little bit more. Nice. Okay. So here's the real story. <laughs> so I, was, I, was, I was practically stalking her for like three, four months almost. So you know how when, okay, so (laughs) like stalking on a professional level, so so it was, it was interesting. So the way we, we got started, um, when I started the company, I put up an Instagram page and everything else. And you just try to find who your dream customers are, right? Like, oh my God, like if they could only see what I have, it would be a perfect fit. So I started going through the process of, Uh, Instagram looking for people and came across her page. I thought her information, the stuff that she was putting out was amazing. Um, Very informative, very, very engaging. So I messaged her and that back and forth didn't happen until maybe like a month, month and a half after just reaching out, reaching out. And you always think like, oh, like maybe this person's ignoring me or whatever it is. And it's not the case. Like someone, I think at the time, maybe you had like 8,000 followers or something like that. Um, And 
it's just people are busy. People have things that are going on in their life and you just got to keep following up, right? So that's what happened. And I finally got across to her. I think it was when COVID hit, uh, March or April. I can't, I can't remember exactly what month. Um, and she posted up on her story saying that I have free time because COVID hit, everyone's going to be at home, um, hit me up. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. I've been trying to get a hold of you for like three months. <laughs> Reached out to her. And I got immediately, exactly. Immediately she responded back the next day we were on a Zoom call and the rest was history. I, I explained what we did. But this is a really else, important so. lesson. Yeah. This is a really important lesson because sometimes when you reach out to somebody, they're not ready to hear what you have to say. So that's why fo the follow-up game is so important, so important. Because, uh, because of that. So I had a similar situation where we had a mobile notary that she was coming to my office because she wanted our business, our notary business, mm -hmm. like every, like every other day, like dropping off goodies. Like, can I have a meeting trying to call, but like, obviously they're not letting her pass. Like, <laughs> like they're protecting my time, like my, my team. Uh, but eventually we got to a point that we needed somebody new. And, uh, and I was like, you know, that she's so persistent. Like I have to respect that. So let's give her a shot. And that, and she's actually my best notary that we have. Uh, that we, we, so we always try to use her if we can. So it's a really good lesson um, because it's same thing with buyers and sellers. They not be, they may not be ready in that moment to pull the trigger, um, but they will be one day, right? Yeah. You have to remember that. That is the importance of persistence and follow-up in any business, in your business, in my business, in Anthony's business, in Sean's business. You know, that's like the nature of the, of the game when you're trying the, to grow your business. The money's in the follow-up. <laughs> you know? Money's in the follow-up. <laughs> all the time totally man without a doubt it, it's all about the follow-up game there's so many times that i hit up clients and i'll you know i'll put notes in my crm and then i'll just reference those notes and oh my god you remember that yeah i remember that you know obviously you know it's it's the notes of the crm that remembers that but can't even remember yesterday man never mind uh, the notes of the yeah, CRM. But that's the it. point right that's the yeah. point all right so let's get so since we're already talking about the website, let's talk about websites now. Yeah. Um, I, I have a lot of things I want to I want to bring up, but I definitely want to make sure we touch on the website. So, uh, with when it comes to uh, websites, why is it important for an agent to have one? Um, do most agents have one? I, I'm not even sure I know that answer. What do you got? Why don't you well, guys I'll give you from an agent standpoint, and then Sean can give you from like the web developer standpoint. Um, so in the beginning, you think like, oh, I don't really need one. Like, what's the point? But I think it's it for branding purposes. It's just really important to be able to be findable, be searchable. Like, you know, it's just social media is great. But like, you know, what if someone puts your name into Google and wants to kind of vouch and see what you're doing out there? I think it just shows a level of credibility that you should be having at some point after being in the business. But the thing is why people I feel like stray away from them because they think like, oh, website either so much money or or complicated and then they don't really get around to it and then that's why like what Sean did for me is that he took all the stress like literally off my plate because I was building one out from scratch and then I just realized that I'm not that agent I don't need this like really expensive fancy one that I have to have someone like who's seriously maintaining weekly some people might some people are different I, I have my back-end system set up I do want something to put my brand out there to get leads to do certain things but the route that I was going, I ended up paying all this money, stopping mid project because I didn't even have the time to sit with the web developer at the time to go through all the specifics. So like when Sean came in, I was like, 
you don't realize you need something until you actually have it. Because now with a lot of relocation clients, everybody's asking, oh, so do you have a website that I can look at some properties or do you have this? And it's just like, you don't want to give them my Facebook page or just my Instagram. Like that doesn't feel professional, you know? Right. So, like from an agent standpoint, why I started to feel like at a certain point in my business, it was really important to have all the pieces. You know, I have a Google business. I have a website now. I have social media. I have so many different outlets for people to trace me back to. Right. So it's, I mean, there's two different perspectives that I look at it from. One is telling your story and being out there, tell your story, differentiating yourself, because it's very different. Like what Bethany's saying, when you're actually on Instagram, and you're posting things on a regular basis, the content is a lot different than what you're gonna be putting on your website. Your website is almost like your display that you're gonna be posting up, whether it be your testimonials, whether it be um, some video content that you're gonna have on there. It's like a culmination of your social media, of your YouTube channel that you can kind of curate yourself and put on your website. So that's one thing. Also, 72% of clients are looking, when they're looking for a home, they start on Google. Um, so the first thing that they're doing, they go on Google, they're looking through review sites, they're looking for social media, but they're also looking for your website. And I've done this before, and I'm sure a lot of other people that have purchased houses before, they go on Zillow first, they might just be browsing around, and the savvy buyers, what they do is they'll scroll down to the bottom, and they'll see who actually listed the property, because I think people are getting a lot smarter to what Zillow has been doing, and when you click that contact us button at the top, it doesn't actually go to the listing agent. It goes to one of their premier agents. So everybody knows you go to the bottom and they're putting that name into Google and seeing, and seeing what pops up, right? And it's also another reason why I always tell people, there's few uh, clients that I've worked with um, that they don't have a Google page, a Google business page. And it's super, super important just to have that, that presence when you put in someone's name and their, their um, information shows up on the right-hand side that has your reviews that you can put there. It has images that you can put there and your website, it, it just lends credibility to who you are as a professional. Yeah. I'm looking at your site right now. It's, it's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty beautiful, I have to say. I really like it. And the pictures are awesome too. So that, that's also, also beautiful. But what's, so, so, you know, it's like telling agents, like you were saying, you, you don't have to say, go look at Zillow at some things and show me what you like. You can actually go on the site now, right? On your site. Right you could actually do some searching. Is that how it works with the search yeah. button? You yeah, can definitely so, searching. Go explain, Sean. No, so you can search, um, but also your own listing. So our platform, pretty much, we make it easy for you to pull in your listings onto your website. So from the moment that you sign up with us, your listings are automatically displayed on your website so that they can be accessed um, and they'll cycle through. So when it goes from uh, active to pending or sold, they'll get cycled through. So you don't really have to update it, uh, update it on your own if you don't want to. Um, or if you do want to update it, you can put like a property video and create your own listing pages. So it's just an easy way to, to have, your, um, have your listing set up on there. You can also do search, um, uh, search by properties and stuff like that as well. Uh, all the basic features that you would normally get on, a, on an IDX website. Um, but what we specialize in is really like the branding and getting that um, set up online and getting it set up in a quick way as well. Because again, like Bethany, Bethany's saying, a lot of these people, it can take not only weeks, but even months uh, to get something set up. My, and, uh, my website took months. 
part yeah. some of it was my fault because it took me forever to get back on like right. some minor things but like also then like when i get back then it was like another month to get better but you know exactly. so uh so, and it just takes forever and, and it's the back and forth right it's the information that you have to send to them and then you're like oh wait i forgot this and so you know it, it that back and forth does happen so one of the things that we're that we're actually rolling out we're it's a new product that we're rolling out we're not rolling it out till next week but I'll, we're revealing it here today, and um, I also have an offer, a special offer that I'll offer at the end of the at the end of the session. Um, it's templates, and templates is just an easy way to get set up. So normally, what I've been doing for for Bethany and our other clients has been on the custom side, and it's where I really get on a Zoom call with them and kind of tailor make what they want and actually put it on the website. But on our website now, um, it's getsweetux.com. If you go to templates, you can see some of the templates that we now have. They're pretty much pre-designed high quality templates um, that you can look through. And then from there, that's like your foundation, your base that you can start from. And then it can be customized from there. So it cuts down the, the time we would normally take sometimes 10 to 15 days to get uh, people turned around. Um, we're looking to people get people turned around in a matter of days. Um, that's like that's really awesome because like, you know, uh, it, it, I think with, with websites, it just lends to your credibility. And I think having one is super important. Right. So, um, definitely, definitely, a, a critical, critical piece to it all. And like, I think a good point to, I think, cause it like, again, I feel like it can be really overwhelming, like at the beginning, kind of like, what do you want to envision yourself as? What do you want to look at? So what I did when I was creating my logo and my branding, I created a mood board and this mood board was kind of like a few things that I liked, things that like fonts that I liked, color schemes, different things like that. And I was constantly adding them on to like a Google doc, you know, and I'm like, oh, I like this. Oh, I like this. And like, anytime I saw something that I could, you know, relate to, whether it was someone else's logo, little things, I kind of saved them all on a mood board. And little by little, I collected like color schemes and different things like that. So that mood board was really able to help me create like my whole brand, you know, and I'm constantly updating it and changing it now. But when I created that mood board and I met up with Sean, he like, he didn't even realize it, but like I had already been working on this. So when we sat down to talk about what I wanted for my website, I was able to share my mood board with him. And I'm like, well, this is what I want to feel and look like. And maybe you can pull some things from there. And it was really easy for him to put together. Like when he showed me my website, I was like, that's exactly what I wanted. And it saved so much time. So I encourage, you know, agents or, you know, anybody out there that doesn't have a website or doesn't have a real specific brand yet, start like looking into the things that you like, maybe other things that other agents have, different fonts, different colors, start thinking about what you want your logo to look like and put that on a mood board. And that way, whenever you're working with someone for marketing or social media or for web development, you can just easily share that mood board with them instead of having to start from scratch. I think like, you know, that's a great thing to do to get yourself going. If you don't have it, it's a good way to get motivated. I like that. So if you, if you want, I can actually go through the process that we go through with each one of our um, clients when we're building out a custom website. And there's a lot of parallels to what Bethany is talking about putting together a mood board. It's exactly that. Like it's just a curation of the type of fonts, the styles, the colors, the patterns, the imagery, all that stuff together that when she gave that to me, I was like, I, I, my background is in graphic design and, and that's where I come from. So it's, it was something that it was like a dream. It was great. I was like, okay, I no longer have to kind of figure this out on my own and kind of pull information out of her head as to, okay, what's your style? What's your, you know what I mean? So 
um, that really helped. And because of that, we actually created this process, um, a brand strategy process that we go through with each one of our clients, figuring out who are their customer types, what the, what the brand, um, brand strategy is going to be. So if you want, I can go through that real quick, just to give your, your listeners an idea of some of the yeah, things I mean, I think, I, th I think that this is an important like process for everything that we're doing, right? Not just for websites by being able exactly. to, to go through the ideas. So let's, let's, I, I do have other things to talk about, but let's go through that. And, John, and mention the turn times too, of the back and forth, because everybody has that issue. That's the biggest issue with graphic designers and someone generating content. If I want to change it instantaneous, how long does that take? What's your turn times? Okay, so from the beginning process with templates now, once you actually sign up, you go through, it's pretty much like a form that you fill out. So all the information for the site will be filled out by you. If after the fact that you need to change something, we have a page builder that you'd be able to go in there and just edit the information yourself. So, yeah, because as things change in business, then you right. know you're, you're able. You you definitely want access to be able to change your your um, your site, your text, because things happen, right? Exactly. So that onboarding process in the beginning is what we've taken care of with the initial form once you sign up. And there's a little bit of a, uh, uh, like a sign up that you go through. You have to put in your office and stuff. That information we take right off the bat because we have a vendor agreement with Miami Association of Realtors that as soon as you fill that out, we automatically grab your listings and put them on your website within seconds. Once that's, that's done, then after that, it's just a matter of filling in the content. Um, so you would go in, upload the photos that you want for each spot for your banner, for, your, for the, the, the image that might be on the right-hand side, some text that might be on the left-hand side for your, for your bio or for your company information. Um, so it walks you through the whole process. And then once that's done, your site is live. After that, it might be changing up colors and stuff like that. But all that stuff is, 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 on, the, is on the easier side once you have that brand strategy process that, um, that I'll go through now. But the whole back and forth of like imagery and text and, oh, I want to change this copy to make it say this, like all that is taken care of in the beginning. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So I know a lot of people are having questions about prices and everything. So after the show, we're going to send you all his information. We can get pricing going and all that stuff so that um, you guys can can work out the technical stuff and questions yeah. um, um, afterwards. But um, so so what else, you know, so when you when someone's looking to uh, build a brand, let's say they don't have any ideas yet. What should they be? What should they be thinking about in their in their thought process? What should they be building out on their mood board? Right. So the first step that we do is we go through brand strategy. And this is something that you can do on your own. And as a matter of fact, like this, I'll put together, if you guys want, I'll put together in like a worksheet that you can sign that we, you can send out to everybody um, just so they have an idea of what to start thinking about. Because a lot of people, some of this stuff might come, might be obvious to people, but they're just not thinking about it at the time. Um, so the first thing would be your customer types. Like who are your customer types? Um, and that could be your average renter, luxury renters, high-end buyers and sellers. So I'm going to, and I just, um, I'm going to put this link in the chat real quick, just to give people an, an idea so they can follow along with what, with what we're saying, what I'm talking about. Uh, give me one second. <clears throat> okay. So everybody that, that link will, um, once I start going through this, it'll, it'll make more sense. Um, so we start with customer types. 
And for I'm just gonna go through a quick example. So this example was from a client that we first started working with. Their customer types were average renters um, that, are, that are looking for the typical Miami lifestyle, luxury renters um, that are typically coming from Europe. This client happened to be from Monaco. So she was actually, she comes over here. She has her client base overseas. And um, those are the type of clients that she's looking for. She even was able to break down for me the percentage of each one of her clients and, and, and that she's getting. So 70% of her business comes from average renters. 20% of her business comes from luxury renters and 10% comes from high-end buyers and sellers. And again, that kind of information is very important to keep in mind as well, because you know what to focus on on the front of the website. I had a client that, that came to me. He does a lot of new development uh, out of Orlando. And when I was explaining to him, okay, this is what we should do. He was talking about, okay, but he also wants to do like commercial real estate. And I was like, I was like, hold on. Like I went through the whole brand strategy session with him. And I was like, you've never mentioned anything about, about commercial real estate. And he's like, oh yeah, but it's something that he wants to get into. And I'm like, yeah, but we, like you told me 70, 75% of your business is coming from new development. You you want to focus on it, but that is not really the primary uh, area that you want to focus on. So it's just something to keep in mind um, so that when people are coming to your site, they're not getting a different perception from what you can actually serve them with. Um, so, so once we actually go through that, the second step is going through the brand strategy, which is brand attributes. And that's categorized into four different categories, which is culture, style, personality, and voice and tone. So, say that again. Say that one more time. One more time. Slow right. So the first one would be culture. Yeah. And that would be pretty much your company culture. How you guys interact with each other on a regular basis. Are you guys super professional, buttoned up, or are you yeah. easygoing? How is it in the office? Um, style, which is just your own personal style. Your personality. I like to get a sense of what the person is like. Um, and then voice and tone. So voice and tone, I pretty much break down. If your brand were a person, what would they sound like? I've actually had someone actually tell me, have you seen the, the movie Hancock with Will Smith and Charlize oh, Theron? Yeah. Yeah. So Charlize Theron, she, she thought of herself as like a Charlize Theron, as like a badass, because that's who she is in, in, the, um, in the movie. But she's also a family woman. And that's, that was the kind of the two play. And as soon as she said that, okay, I was like, perfect. I know exactly the type of style. It's going to be a little darker. It's going to be maybe black um, that we're going to be using. The typography is going to be a certain way. So those are the things that, that I look at. Um, and then going into each one of those categories, let's say it's your style, modern, clean, classy. We want to start to think about descriptive words and visual words that are going to paint the picture for what we're actually trying to create. That, that's the whole point of this process. Um, for the link that I just put in, her, her um, brand attributes were modern, clean, classy, earth tone, antique. Um, Carl, she even said voice and tone, Carl Lagerfeld with a rustic twist. Carl Lagerfeld is, is a fashion designer and a rustic twist. So that kind of had, gave me an idea. So the link that I put in the... Um, in, in the in huh? Zoom, you can kind of start to see now where some of those image where some of the imagery is coming from. So once I actually create that, we come up with a style um, 
with a with a with a with a brand style. And the brand style for her was modern antique. And um, Ange Anthony, I think you touched on this a little bit. Modern antique now is the filter that we're going to filter everything through. So your imagery. That, that's where I was be looking for modern that's, antique imagery. That's where that's where I was going with this is that right. brand strategy. You have a specific formula for every single client. The reason why is that that formula is monetizing their, their website, correct? Exactly. It goes to everything that they do, modern antique, and even stuff that I'm not actually doing to the website. So if modern antique is the style that she's going to be going with, and you can see through the, the, the board that I put there, um, that, I, that I put together, the collage, not only with imagery like this, but also your photography. If you're going to be hiring a photographer, and your, your style is going to be modern antique and you want it to fit the website that you're putting together, okay, maybe we should be looking at houses that are not so modern looking, but that are, that are on the higher end side if you're a luxury agent, but that have a little more um, history to it. You know what I mean? So those are the type of things to keep in mind just so that you have a cohesive uh, brand when it comes to the style that you're, that you're looking for. Now, besides the queen over here, Bethany, all right, and her badass website. What is one of the top websites that has hit had the most hits that you've that you've done? Okay, so so as far as as far as engagement and hits, um, one of them is the one that I'm giving the example of, um, which is uh, Failing. Um, we actually we actually started working together a while ago, and she actually gave me a gave me a call. I think it was about three months ago now. Um, she was like, look, I have this big project for a building that she's going to be completely renovating and everything like that. And the investor that was looking online, he saw my website and he was impressed by what he saw and they started talking together. I don't know how they actually connected, but that was one of the decisions that he was, uh, one of the factors that he was looking at when making a decision. So it was, it was, it was something that lended her her credibility because on her website she has a lot of information about yeah. interior design about she's a broker as well so she has all the information on there as well so it just it just gets a lot more detailed so it really depends on what you're looking for and who you're catering to as far as what information you want to have on your website um, right. we've even we've even done stuff for clients putting their calendly um, calendar on their website um, and making sure that all everything directs to um, setting up appointments because that was important to them. So every agent's going to be a little bit different as far as what they what they're looking for. Um, you have lead generation as well, and leads go into your system. You get emailed those leads as well. It shows up on your mobile phone. The number shows up on their mobile phone in their email. They can just click it directly from their mobile phone and call them back to follow up with the client. Um, it shows them the property that they're inquiring about. All that information is there but the main thing is when they actually come to the website before they even inquire and put in their information is they're looking at your website making a split second decision is this someone that i want to do business with yeah it's, it's super important or like so and they usually look you up in a few places right they're like okay let's google them let's look at the social media let's look on the website what's their signature right. block look like so there's so many different like ways people will check on you and so website is definitely gives you credibility and and is like if you don't have a website it's like what are you doing you know exactly i mean it's so <laughs> there's there's the emotional and then there's the logical and as much as everybody wants to think that they're logical they're emotional 
and they're emotional first. So the, when they come to the website, it's the feeling that they're going to get from that website right off the bat. That's going to make them, okay, I should continue scrolling. Okay. Now that, now that I'm on par and, and, and I have the same vision with what I've initially saw right off seen right off the bat, I'm going to scroll down and then I'm going to start reading logical, right? What, right, what information right, right. are you providing me? That's going to, that's going to help me out. So, so, so I have a question for Bethany. How did you take your branding? Like now you have this website that was built. How did you pull that over into what you're doing with the other stuff? I know you've used some of the same pictures from that photo shoot. I've noticed that. So what else? Like, how are you bringing that in? So I, you know, like bomb bomb, right? How we can create our templates that we send to people. So I sent the person that was creating the template for the bomb bomb my website. And I'm like, this is what I want you to follow, you know? And then I'll have my mood board that follows along with my website and I'm able to kind of keep everything the same. And then, you know, like even for when you do your Facebook banners, your LinkedIn, you kind of want to use that mood board to transition into all your other platforms. And I think that's what's really important with like keeping your branding the same so you're recognizable everywhere. So when someone sees that kind of look and feel like vintage modern, they automatically think of you. So that's kind of how I follow it. I use my... I started off with my mood board, but then now I use my website. And so whenever I want to replicate that on a different platform or for something else, I'm just like, go to my website so you can see my look and feel and then copy that for whatever else I'm doing. So yeah. now it's now it's the baseline for all your yeah. And it really saves you a lot of time because like putting that together really kind of sets the tone for everything else. You can just direct everybody else to your website. And even my Google business page has like the banner from my website so that it all matches. Right, right, right. That's nice. Mm -hmm. So where do you, like, how do you share your website? I have it in one of like my link tree and my bio, right? If you want to go there, you can see my website there. I have it in the bottom of my signature for all of my emails. So no matter what at my, in my signature is my website. I have it like on my Zillow page. So if someone goes to Zillow, they can also follow back and check my website out. I just add it on everything. It's so it's on my social media. It's on my Facebook. It's on my um, LinkedIn the website is everywhere. <laughs> a good question here in the chat. How about if your brokerage branding is different than yours or what you like? Good question. We so I think that that's why it's important to be with like a brokerage that doesn't force you to use their branding. I mean, a lot of the times a broker wants you to have a system or a flow. You want to, you don't want to be so off track because let's just say they want you to have like a nice look which i can understand that but at the same time you're a real estate agent and it's your own business so it's your job to be able to brand yourself accordingly because if you're not gonna how do you know you're gonna be with that broker forever if you put so much money into branding yourself like exactly what your broker is and then one day you decide to up and leave and you no longer want to use that branding anymore then you have to go and rebrand everything so i think it's important that the second that you get into real estate, which is operating your own business, you start thinking about branding yourself. How do you want to look and feel to the world? How do you want clients to see you? And that's what you should be following with your whole life and your business. And that's how you should be putting yourself out there. So I would get, I would definitely speak with your broker to see like what's allowed and what's not, but I don't really know many brokers that force you to keep the same exact look and feel. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, we are 1099 contractors. We work for ourselves. We are employed by our broker, but we really are 
are responsible for building our own business and our own brand. No one Yes, for sure. For it's oh, so oh, important. Oh. Even the CRMs the brokers give to you, like you have to be 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 careful before you start really full throttle implementing those in those CRMs that you could take that with you. Right? Yeah, I mean, I have a CRM. I I have a a place where all of my contacts go, all of my leads go. My my brokerage offers in a really amazing CRM, which is KV Core, which I'm definitely going to be using once we launch it. But at the same time, I still have everything in my HubSpot and I still have everything in my database sheet. So like, no matter what, like bring to bring it back to basics, like everybody is saved in my phone book, like name, first name, last name, email address, phone number, and there's a note to who they are. And if, especially clients, if it's a client, it's client renter 2021, client buyer 2021, client seller 2021. Everybody's saved in my contacts like that. So no matter what, this is never going to leave me. This is always going to be with me. And I always have every client that I've ever worked with saved in here and categorized. Then from this, you export it into an Excel spreadsheet. Then whatever your Excel spreadsheet is what you're always going to put into your CRMs because that's how you input anything into a CRM. Now, all those little details like, you know, notes and, and documents that you can add into the CRM, you know, those should also be saved in a personal file of your own, whether it's your Google Drive or something like that. So essentially, no matter what CRM you really use, no one can steal or keep anything from you because it's already organized and it started with you organizing it in your own system. And then it's really just easy. It's just like pull out and export into something else if you decide to use another CRM. So I think like if you really bring it back to basics, organizing yourself prior to that, having your own setup. So that way, whatever CRM you decide to use, whatever brokerage you're with, no one can actually keep your stuff and not give it to you. That's just crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. but I, so, but you know, you have to read the fine print because then you're uploading all your contacts in the group thing. Like, do they own those contacts? Can they use them yeah, later? That is definitely understanding that portion of it and what happens later is, is even, if, even if you export it, they still have the content and the data. So whether they use it or not, it's, it's yeah. It's fine print. Just, just something to, just something to think about. Uh, but that, is, that's a whole other conversation a question for the audience, Bethany, how has Brandon for you helped your career? Like Brandon himself, well, how has it helped you scale your business? Cause it, I, it's because, you know, now people recognize me, right? Now people will be like, oh, you're Bethany. I've seen you. I've heard of you. I know what you do. You're a realtor. You're the president of YPN. Like, branding is just so important for life. I mean, it's so important to be traceable, to be findable, to have recognition, to be, you know, like at the top of your game, right? I, I mean, I, I don't. I'd like, I don't know. I'd like to see how many people are actually doing very well that don't brand themselves or promote themselves or don't have a website <laughs> at all. You know, like in this day and age, especially after COVID, I think we realize the importance of being findable online. And this is all, these are all a part of the process of how you do it. A website is like basic 101 to be findable, searchable online. So that's like, super basic. And then it's just everything else you do from there, making sure you can have everything backtracked to somewhere, right? All the content that you're putting out there, it shouldn't only be on Instagram. And I know you guys already did a, a class with Renee who like taught everybody or maybe gave a 
of the basics to everybody on how to repurpose it. Like how important is repurposing your content? You only have to do like, you can create one piece of content that can flow on five different platforms, right? So, I mean, that's like all takes it back to being online and having an online presence, right? So I think it's it's so crucial for where our world is headed, how everything is just technology-based, how we're always constantly on Zoom. And I think that's like, it's just now it's mandatory. It should be a part of building your business. Yeah. And, and then branding yourself, right? Like uh, uh, I think it was a follow-up question on, on branding yourself versus your brokerage, because it's you that you're trying to grow yourself. You're not trying to grow your brokerage. You're trying to, most of the time, you're just trying to grow yourself. Um, so making sure that it's. You, so you, just a, just a quick note on that. Like some of the clients that we've had, um, the requirement that they had is like to put their brokerage uh, logo. And that has been like the most requirement that someone has asked me for. They, they've never come to me saying, look, the colors have to be this way because my broker, it, it just, I mean, from my experience, it just hasn't happened. There is a stipulation that the, that the logo needs to be there yeah. so that they know who they're affiliated with. But other than that, I, from my experience, it's been free reign to, to do what you want. Brand yeah, yourself. free reign to do what you want. You just got to follow the ADA compliances, which is what someone talked about before. You always need to make sure you have specific realtor logos on your websites and on your marketing material. But other than that, as long as you're not re- representing something that you're not, like you're not saying or acting as a broker when you're not, I think you're able to do pretty much whatever you want when it comes to branding. Just make it work for you, right? I do want to pivot to another discussion now um, as we're we're almost wrapping up the hour because um, there's the latest thing that's been going on that everyone's talking about is Clubhouse. And so I know like if you guys don't already follow Bethany, follow her because she's the one who kind of taught me how to Instagram uh, just by like just by like kind of like following (laughs) following what she does just by emulating her. When I met her, I was like, oh, she does this. Okay, I'll do that, too. My way, obviously. But um, so so, you know, she's definitely knows what she's doing when it comes to social media. But uh, when I saw her jump on in like late December onto clubhouse i'm like what is this and obviously you know if she's on it i gotta figure it out so i got i got on really quick and it's like all these chat rooms but instead of like text chat it's like voice chat so bethany how have you been using it if you could tell everybody and i i feel like there's been a shift in the last like it's been quieter i don't know if it's yeah so like Obviously, like all new things, when you hear about them, you want to jump on in the early stages and see what it's like, right? So, oh my God, someone's asking about how they get in. I have a few invites. Yeah, if anybody wants. The more active you are on Clubhouse, the more invites they give you. I have a bunch. So I, I, I started seeing people jump on. I'm like, let me just jump on. And then literally all my crew, my friends, my work people, we all decided to jump on and start figuring this out and hosting rooms together. And so it's basically drop in audio. It's like jumping on a Zoom, but without the camera. It's just audio. So you're in these rooms. These rooms have a title. They have a, a reason why you're there. And then there's these moderators. These moderators are the ones that are kind of controlling room like you and Anthony how you control this zoom and then then everybody can be muted people can raise their hand to ask questions there's the moderators and then there's speakers and then there's audience members right audience members are just allowed to listen in unless they get called up to ask a question speakers are alongside the moderators the moderators kind of control the room they can bring people up bring people down mute people do whatever they want kick people out of the room Um, it's just really cool because I think like 
now that everything is like virtual and we're constantly on the go, it's nice to like not have to like even dress up because there's no camera. But a lot of people are like on working out and in a Zoom cooking. You like hear them in the bath. Like I've seen, I've heard the craziest things on Clubhouse of people multitasking and doing multiple things while on it. But it, it essentially it's like it's another way to connect with people from all over. I've been in a bunch of real estate rooms where I'm like talking about really serious topics like regarding our market regarding like legal updates and from the hearing leaders just share, share so much valuable content. And people are just kind of talking about it, engaging and asking questions. And then I'm in a lot of like women-based empowerment type of growth mindset rooms, which that's like a lot of the rooms that I'm in. Um, and those are really great too, because I'm networking with women. And then I'm constantly bringing those people outside of Clubhouse. And then I am like engaging with them on social media. So it's crazy because I just came back from a conference, which was 10X Growth Con. And literally we had like a group of 15 of us that we all just knew each other from Clubhouse house we literally were like now in live in person at the conference like oh my god you're so and so you're from clubhouse you're from clubhouse hey what's up and then we got it was like a live in-person clubhouse room but it was just really cool and again it's just like another thing that's out there another platform another technology that you can either jump on now or not you know i think like it's really good to kind of try all these things out it's, it's good as a ypn and being tech-based and being forefront of our industry i feel like it's good that i engage and learn all these things and if i don't if i don't follow through if i if, if, if it decides if it it's not something I want to do anymore. No biggie. But I definitely feel like it's great. You know, you guys are doing a weekly, I think a weekly one. Is it daily or is it weekly? Every Tuesday and Thursday morning. So you guys are doing one now. I've jumped on a bunch of times. We're always talking about really amazing things. It's just so easy, right? Like instead of now, like having to pull out the camera and the mic and all this stuff, now you're just like on your phone, you can be doing it in the car, like on the go. So it's another great way to share who you are, your business. You can have your profile there. Your profile links back to your Instagram. So it's just another way to be findable, be searchable, to build your brand, put yourself out there. Yeah, Why not? It's free. The tips and tricks that we're learning and all that stuff is it's like priceless stuff, man. People yeah. charge for that. They charge for that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. man. We're talking like big, big people, like people that are very wealthy, doing a lot of stuff. Like I'm going to be in a clubhouse room today. So I'm a notary, right? So I get a lot of business from my building. And there's this guy that lives in my building and who's already asked me to notarize like five things for him. So now we became friends. He's a tech guy. And he's like, hey, I'm doing a clubhouse at 430 today. I saw that you're on clubhouse. He's like, do you want to jump on and be a mod? He's like, they're like these billionaire hedge fund people from like all over. It, they have like hundreds of thousands of followers. Like, why don't you mod with me? I'm like, sure. I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'll be there, you know? So it's just crazy because it, that's how easy it is, you know? Um, yeah. and, and, and how he found me was through Clubhouse, not even through like Instagram first. So I know people that don't have a huge following on Instagram and have like millions of followers on Clubhouse already. So it's just whatever you like, whatever works for you. But I would say definitely try all of them, get familiar with all of them. So, you know, you can be in the game. You can talk about these things. So you're not like, what's Clubhouse? And it's already been months and everybody's on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Tracy, Tracy just said the proximity of, of the high level upper executives and, and CEOs and dude, it's, it's badass. You can, yeah, I, like next to them in a uh, room. 
Uh, right. Or listening to them as they're home talking about these amazing things. And I feel like they're, they're much more willing to give their great juicy and gems because they're probably so relaxed and in a casual setting. It's like, and it's like, you know, it's like a drop in audio, boom, boom, boom. You share a couple of tips that can change someone's life and you're out, you know, yeah. it didn't cost them anything. And then it's always like a segue to something else to bring you back into something else that they're doing, you know? But the the main goal of this platform is also to be able to give value, right? To go get, get information, but also to share it. So when you're on there, you can't be too pitchy. You'll, you'll, you'll like stick out like a sore thumb and yeah. it's going to stink. Yeah, you um, want to come to you and what you do because you added so much value. You know what you're doing. You're like the specialist in that area that they are drawn to you for those reasons, not because you're trying to shove sales down someone's throat for something. <laughs> right, right. It's not like really. The, it's not really the, the the purpose, right? Of that. Not that people aren't making money on it because a lot of times, if you want to know more, I have this free gift, that this free free thing, free tool, free class, free this, whatever. Giving those free things are like the opt-ins to later selling you something. Yeah. Um, but doing it that way is like, I'm giving it to you now, you know, when you're ready to pay me, you can. And you're going to pay later. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it works, right? So, uh, so I love that. Um, I, I know this, that you, you were using it also to build a lot of relationships with other agents. Oh, wow. Uh, so can you talk about that angle uh, with so, the house and, and how you use it on Instagram and, and in general? So in and especially now more than ever, I've been really intentional about when I engage back and forth with a realtor saying, Hey, do you want to jump on a quick zoom? Or do you want to jump on a quick call? I know it's very time consuming, but I've added a VA into my life. So that's also really helped me with scheduling and just doing those little things that I want to work on. Right. But, um, whenever I like, so whenever I was in a room on clubhouse, it's really easy to be listening in and then going to that person's profile, going to their Instagram, going and check out who they are all while you're listening to them. That's why it's important to like link it to your Instagram and then keep your Instagram public. But um, what I'll do is I'll message them and I'll say, Hey, I noticed that you're a realtor and so-and-so stay. I would love to connect with you. I have three meetings set up this week and next week. Well, actually no next week. Cause it's already Friday. I have three meetings set up with realtors that we probably either met on clubhouse or Instagram. We're going to do like little 15 minute calls just to see how we can work together. And that is like one, because everybody's relocating to South Florida. Everybody wants to know about the market. And I just want to kind of know what other agents are doing. And my goal and my initiative for this year for 2021 presidency is to build a YPN national referral network where we are all a part of this either Facebook group Facebook group type club atmosphere where if you're a president or a president elect in your year, you can be invited into this group. And that will be like our referral base. Like you'll be the head contact for that either state or that city. And then you can kind of like pass out referrals as you want and then kind of give that opportunity for all of our YPN leaders to really have a strong referral network. Cause I don't see that there is anything like that right now, but also I want to build that network with just realtors. You don't have to be a leader, but I start, I want to start working on that. So that's what I do with social media. Whenever I'm engaging or like we start a couple conversations, I'm like, Hey, do you want to get on a call and chat? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. And then I take it from there. And honestly, like that's so important. I know it's so time consuming and we don't think about that, but really just like getting to know an agent off of just Instagram or social media or whatever it is. And just having that conversation with them, getting to know a little bit about who they are is really how you can build your agent referral network. And that's, what's really worked for me. I love it. I, I think I it's so, so important. 
um, especially being in South Florida or just Florida in general, and the amount of people coming to the state, it's imperative you guys work on growing your referral network with, you know, with agents throughout throughout the um, throughout the, the country. But even like if you have connections, uh, I know agents that do it really well with like Canadian realtors because Canadians are, are always coming down. And I'm down. getting so many Canadians that are messaging me about, hey, like I have a call with a guy today who's like, I'm Canadian. Do you have, are you familiar with dealing with Canadian people? I'm like, Melinda's from Canada. Yes. <laughs> We got you. We got you. I got you. Okay. So it's interesting how Canadians, you know, I've already connected Melinda with a girl that I met on social media who referred me a client and then asked me if I was familiar with taxes for Canadians. And I, I made an introduction. I don't know where that went for you guys. I I brought her to uh, a Canadian accountant that's here that can advise on the tax, the tax questions they have, but I, and I gave them some other pointers. And that was like social media that we jumped on a call that led to a possible referral because, you know, about it's good stuff guys this get a a week on average on social media um lately it's been a lot and it's been you know and now that i'm able to trace it and i'm like having my my um my va track everything like whether it comes in and i tell her this is from instagram this is from this so like this week alone i got four but this is four like like very out of the blue, like one lady like DM'd me and she wants to buy, she's getting pre-qualified right now. She's flying in in April. Another guy with the Canadian guy sent me a DM. You know, you know, it's important to like respond to your DMs. Like sometimes people are like, oh, nice property. And like, you could just say like, or not say anything at all and just keep it moving. But when you respond to those people, they're like, oh, you know what? I'm looking. And then the conversation starts going on and on and on. Then like a couple of days later, they're like, you know what? What about this? And then it leads to another conversation. So sometimes it's like a nurture type of thing where if they're engaging, you kind of engage back. And then some people are just like, hey, I'm looking to buy a property. Can you help me? So I have two people that hit me up in DM that were just like, one wants to move towards the end of this year. One is wants more information to buy, but this is like how you build your pipeline. I love that. And that's really, that's my biggest takeaway from you today is, is like, cause you know, sometimes we're so busy that in the DM, someone's like, you just like do a little heart, like move on with my life. But I really shouldn't be like doing that. Right. That's someone trying to reach out uh, and and, like having a conversation. So uh, one way or another. So I need to be more mindful of that and just take the time. We to like focus on those things. We yeah. just, just had this. That's why I asked that question. You've got a mass follow on IG. I got a DM that I got a random voicemail from a Michigan lead. And I thought it was maybe potential, you know, from, from GoGo's uh, thing yesterday. And it was a random lead and they, they need to get pre-approved. So it's, it's answering those DMs and follow up on those, you know, those voicemails, man. So important. So, yeah, so- stuff, man. lots of stuff. Yeah. And so point, you can't do it alone, right? You got to grow a team. You got to bring in people to help you. You got to, it's wild, but it's like, so true. Like I'm literally trying to offer like a, my little cousin, like, Hey, do you want to just like follow me around on some days? Like I'll pay you a hundred bucks. Like just follow me around, shoot the camera, hold the phone. I don't know something. hundred bucks. <laughs> it's, almost like it's getting to that point where it's like, you know, or, or, or here's a hundred bucks. Like just be in my DM, making sure I don't miss anything. 
Yeah. You know, what do you, you, and it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause I've lost leads. Like there's people that write me on Facebook messenger and I'm not in my Facebook messenger that are like, Hey, I'm looking to buy. And it was like three months ago. And I'm like, Oh my God, don't Facebook message me, you know, <laughs> but not, do you have your, do you have your assistant now in there? No, we haven't gotten that far. She's so busy with other things. I need a marketing assistant now. That's the next step. That is literally the next step. It's gotten to the point where it's just like, you need hands in on everything. Yeah. Like Tracy just wrote back. I lost leads on Facebook messenger too. I'm like, really people like, are you, I, I, I've had that too. Cause especially if you're not connected, it goes in like a pending message thing. And then I'm like, wait a second. Like, how did I not see this? Like, where was that notification? So monitoring that is super important. Or if it goes into unknown, it's not in, in your, in your iPhone and unknown. Those are the worst, man. You're like, what the hell is this? It's random yeah. text and you you missed the opportunity happens to all of us man we're human but you gotta stay on top of your game we're getting yeah. assistance. <laughs> it comes to a point where there's only so many things you, and, and sometimes especially because like dms to me sometimes they get the, the last bottom of the, of the totem pole right because we're like on emails we're on the phone we're text message and then it's like then it's dm so you get bombarded with all the other things and then you're like oh man i had that thing in the dm oh but even a text message you get scrolled so down I try, I try not to like, look at it unless I'm ready to respond to it. So my thing is like, whenever something comes in, I screenshot it and I send it now to my VA. But before I used to like screenshot it or like create a note for it, because there, there's so many people that God bless their soul. Like I must look horrible to them because I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got it. I got it. But I'm in the middle of driving. And then I'm like, next, you know, I'm at an appointment and another woman, another woman. Then I just forgot. And then two days goes by, but like lately, I'll tell you this, there has been like four or five rental leads that I just randomly got that I honestly don't even know how I closed them. It was like, I got them. I sent them stuff. I showed them one thing and I closed them. And luckily I was like, well, dang, you know what? You know, sometimes you're like, you're, you're too busy to plan it, but sometimes you just bang it out and it happens. Like today I got a lead from a guy that called me from, I have, I've been helping UM students when they relocate to UM, like the law program. I'm on like the college sheet, which is a note for all you realtors out there. If you can team up with a college and get on their realtor list, when, people, a good tip. when people apply, I'm like one of the realtors. So they usually go down the list and call. I had a, a phone call that I missed. And I got a voicemail. Someone actually left a voicemail and I, my voicemail was transcribed and I'm going through my transcribed messages. And it was a guy from yesterday. He's like, Hey, I'm relocating to UM. I need a rental. Can you help me? I literally was like, Oh my God. I, like he left a who leaves messages. You know? <laughs> I called him today. I already put an offer on something this morning. He didn't even see it sight unseen. I never even had to leave my house and it's probably going to get accepted and he's going to move in. Like, like literally you know, but imagine if I just never would have responded or I never would have followed up if I would have never like, if it wasn't a transcribed message, I probably wouldn't have listened to it. it that, this is a really important lesson, guys. We work so hard and this is for us too, Anthony. We work so hard to have people reach out to us. So you gotta be ready to respond. Yeah. Yeah. Like that should be one of the first things, right? Like we work really hard to get attention, to get a following, to get engagement, to get, and then if you're not responding timely, like what the hell's the point of all this work that we're doing to get people to reach out to us? Absolutely. So bad, man. Right? <laughs> you gotta do it. 
we get caught up sometimes in our deal and our lives and our things, but you can sometimes just gotta stop. Okay. Where are my things? And if you can't go put the reminder for yourself, make sure you follow up, find a way to like, not forget because it's just, it's silly. Reminders, follow-ups. The question is what would be the easiest way to have that information directed to your phone as a text? Like what would be the easiest way for that information to come to you rather than it being fragmented on all these different platforms? Ah, that's a very good question, right? Uh, if you design that, we'll become billionaires. <laughs> exactly. It's something I'm thinking, I'm thinking about. Well, let me know. Yeah, I'll help you sell it. <laughs> no, because I mean, we have, so, so of course we, we put together the website, but like you're saying, like you have all these different resources and there's no really central location. Your central location should be your CRM where everything kind of goes into there. Um, but but even with how, even Anthony has the most built out hubs that I've ever seen. And even with that, you don't, you can't manage your DMS through there. Right. They can. Can you, I can do everything in that with thing. Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can manage your DMS. Everything, everything, everything. We'll, we'll cross that bridge. We're doing it in stages. Like, <laughs> it's a lot, man. Like this is a massive elephant that we've got one leg. We got three more to go. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Yeah, you can do it. We're doing it right now. We've launched it. So amazing. Yeah. Wow. It's, I mean, it's, you need to launch that shit over here. <laughs> it, it's all the DMs, hub the spot. You hub everything into that spot and all the DMs are there and you're just, boom, crushing all. The girls can do it, operate through that. And, and also in, in uh, Zoom as well. So it's awesome. Awesome. We'll so, talk awesome. About it. so there's another, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no I was going to say, finish, finish your thought because I was just going to wrap up. Okay, no, I was just going to say, so uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Zapier. Yes. Um, that, okay. So they pretty much connect apps and that is one resource that people can use um, to actually connect different apps together, whether it be your CRM, whether it be different things. And we are building out integrations for Zapier to connect all of your different apps together. Cause yeah, it can't, it, it can be very much a nightmare to have everything distributed. Oh yeah. Um, you want everything in one location. For sure. It's a lot. A doubt, man. Without a doubt. All right, guys. Well, we, we, we have wrapped up our hour, our final Yay! episode of March Marketing Madness. Yay! Thank you so, so much. Sean, uh, oh, yes. oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. One thing. Um, okay. So on our website and I, I put the, I put the template. Hold on. Okay. So on our website, I'm just going to put it in the chat here. <laughs> the offer is for templates, since we're going to be launching that, um, any one of the templates that you sign up to, um, the pricing that we have that we're going to be going live with next week is $397 as a one-time upfront payment. And that takes care of everything that we have to do to get the site launched. And then it normally would be $79 a month. What we're going to do is take off $100 off of the one-time payment and take off $20 off of the monthly payment. Um, and so this is for our damage control subscribers. Yes. So awesome. if you if you go to the link that I just that I just well, what it. we're gonna do is if you're a subscriber to the show, we're gonna send you all this information later today or tomorrow when the right. email goes out. So Sean, get me all that information and we'll get it to them. And we'll get okay. it to them. Um, this way they have it in whatever code or however they have to access that 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 uh, deal and, for them. And any okay. past shows, guys, it's on our YouTube channel. You'll get an email today or tomorrow with all of our recordings as well, plus this recording and this entire week, all the content that's being pushed out as well. 
you've got to subscribe to get all of that. So yes, 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 yes. It's specifically for damage control. There's actually a yeah, drop yeah. down when you're signing up. Gotta be it subscribed. Says, Where did you hear about us? And it says damage control. Select damage control and you're good. Awesome. Nice. I love that. And with this, as Melinda says, um, those of you that follow us and those of you that are watching on Facebook, we do this for free. We are pushing out content for agents. Please share DC. That's what we ask from you. Share, share, share. We saw uh, an increase of 63 subscribers this week. So we thank you for um, following us and we thank you for all of the content that was pushed out from the rock stars on the show. Bethany, Sean, thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys. No problem. It's been a pleasure. Hope you had thank an amazing you. hey rest of your day. Happy weekend. Happy Friday. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. <laughs>